You're listening to a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. We are the Elsers. And welcome to Elsner's a production of Galactic Network. I'm Gregor Sprague, and joining me is special guest Justin Zanger from Zang This. Uh, sir, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, not a problem. Um, and real quick before we get into everything, all the goodies, uh, for all info on this show, including show notes and subscription links, go to elsnerds.com. And for other Galactic Network programs, go to gncast.com. And as a warning on Elsners, we tend to shoot our mouths off without thinking, so we will both swear and spoil things. That is your warning. Um, but yeah, so, um, and for those of you guys who are wondering, uh, Corey is still off on car repair assignment, um, and Sean had a lot of things to do, so they're both doing other, they're both off on assignment. Um, they will have reports next time they are on. Um, so Justin, I mean, it's your zinger. It's been good. Yep. You know, it's good having you on here, man. I mean, they said, uh, Sh I know Sean, he's been doing all the bookings and stuff and he goes, Oh, we're gonna have this guy. He knows stuff about comics. I'm like, Oh, sweet. Someone who actually is reading comic books. Yes. Um, to a certain extent. Yes. <laughs> well, there's a lot to read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I know. Uh, cause Corey, he used to read comic books and then he sort of fell behind and sort like quit reading comic books. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, I'm here may or may not be paying for all of them but i'm reading about 40 comic books a week and all that yeah yeah you it's got me beat by about 41 most weeks then <laughs> well i started buying comic books mainly because i i love my uh local comic book shop mm -hmm. and i support them wholeheartedly so i've been buying you know like seven to ten issues at a, nice. a week and all that and then downloading the uh downloading the rest but yeah, so I I picked some news, and I know you brought some news stories here too. Uh -huh. Um, so we're we're gonna start with yours, and where this is old, I still think it is it is relevant because of the fact that, you know, I mean, Dwayne Johnson, I believe is he he is one of the most busiest men in all of Hollywood right now. I think one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid actor. Uh -huh. Um, and there's, in case you guys have forgot, he's set to. A star in the Big Trouble in Little China remake. Yes. Um, so you can file this under two categories: one, the rock in everything, and two, remaking your childhood, um, because it hits both of them. Yeah. So. So yeah. So uh, you brought this up. Is is this? Are, are you are you a rock fan? Is that what's going on? Like you, I I am a fan of uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He is somebody I I enjoy watching and basically. Well, I would say, you know, every movie he's in, but I'm pretty sure if you just throw in any movie, he's probably in it somewhere or TV show <laughs> at this point now. So that's yeah. the that's the reason I saw this. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, when does this guy have time to do all the stuff he does? Oh, yeah. Have you? OK, also, I will add in this. Uh, have you ever messed with his uh, his app, The Rock Clock? No, I've not messed with the app. I do have, I think, Twitter and Instagram, and he's constantly like doing stuff. So I'm like, how, how do you find time? Oh no no! See, this is where it gets be it gets even better. So I the need rock to download this. Yeah, the, the rock okay. clock. It's it's an it's an alarm clock, and I actually I believe I talked about it a while back, uh, like when it first came out, 
and you can actually you can do uh you can set up your own alarm clocks or you can wake up on rock time so this is when the rock is going to wake up um and so it's like you, you like i was looking i'm like fuckers waking up at 3 30 in the morning to probably go work out and all that you know because he works out all the time because i mean you can't stay that jacked that big and not be working out a lot i'm installing it right oh. now <laughs> um yeah I, I highly recommend waking up to the rock to the rocks time and just getting up there and be like all right i'm up rocks up now too. do some curls or whatever back to bed well we'll see i mean i mean that's that's the reason i wanted to bring this up because i'm like the guy works out and is constantly in shape and i'm like i find an excuse not to go to the gym because i'm like oh i don't have time and i'm like obviously that is not a valid excuse because look at him he's doing multiple tv shows doing multiple stuff apparently he's going to be running for office yeah and he's and he's not like he's executive producing shows too yeah like and he's got the youtube uh, the youtube channel that he's working on um but yes yeah, so we add in here big trouble in little china mm-hmm. uh, which is an 80s movie that originally starred kurt russell and um yeah and he's the thing i love about this is the article i'm pulling from is you know two years old when this was yeah when this was announced um because rock was ter- currently you know riding high off the success of san andreas but he had a quote in here um because a lot of the, a lot of the fans were boo you know you know big or you know a remake another remake and all that yeah. stuff and he has this quote in here i loved reading the reactions from fans uh that they were so polarized i'm the same way my response is know that i come to the project with nothing but love and respect for the original which is why we want to bring on john carpenter that i think is gonna be gonna be really cool um i definitely agree with that he's also i mean of course he's got jumanji which is something else from a lot of people's childhood um rampage obviously based on the game who who knows how that's going to do there's another journey movie and it's from the earth to the moon is announced like i'm, I'm sorry i'm just looking at his imdb he's still got no. the black adam movie which who knows how involved that's going to be in the dc universe yeah so i i'm i'm just i'm i'm, I'm just riding that rock train right now to be honest because i mean i i just want to see what else he can do because i enjoy seeing him in movies oh yeah not to mention i mean he's got the successful hbo series uh ballers mm-hmm uh, which is going is riding high on its third or fourth season right now, and and he's also he's still involved with the WWE. I mean, yeah, he, he is. Um, he, you know, he's more part time and all that stuff. But I mean, he's he could probably come in at any time he wanted, and you know, pull a Goldberg and do one last time. Uh, you know, do another title run. Yeah, and I can I, definitely I, say that. Yeah, and, and I don't even think he would have to be put himself through such misery that Goldberg did to be only twenty pounds heavier than when he or than he, when he left the WWE during his uh, his initial WWE run. Yeah, I, God. he he's in better shape than I will ever be in my life. Like, <laughs> if combinated every ounce of in shape I've ever been and ever will be, I'm still not in him at his worst shape oh yeah yeah definitely Easily. um but no so i look forward to this i look forward to all this stuff i mean i have been a rock fan um have you seen the trailer for jumanji yes yes um we um talked about it on zing this while back ellie is a my, my co-host is a huge huge rock fan 
So I, I also kind of wanted to bring this story up for her too, because she, yeah. she, she, she's very excited about anything he's in. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just, I'll make sure to talk about that. Cause I'm excited. Cause you're excited sort of thing. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things. Like I saw the trailer and at first I was, or not the trailer, the, the promotional stuff. And I was like, wait, what are they doing? And then seeing that trailer, I'm like, okay, I can get behind this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, know, just it's, with, it's a with, simple enough concept too. Yeah, it's it's simple enough concept. It's doing it to where it is going to honor Robin Williams. It's going to honor the original without just being like, well, here's you know here's everything that's going on and all that. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Jumanji. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, um, I am too. Ellie actually went to go see Baywatch and she enjoyed it. Yeah, she I said st- she didn't care what the review said. She she watched <laughs> it and liked it. Yeah, I have. Uh, I still have yet to see Baywatch, uh, but that's because my movie marathon, going just about every week, thing hadn't started until <laughs> after. <laughs> now, what you but mean yeah. on that one? <laughs> yeah. Um. So the next story, um, actually, I believe I I think I found this one. Um, but this is that uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are doing a new sci-fi or new horror comedy called slaughterhouse rules and rules is spelled with the Z because you know, it's awesome. Um, but other also on top of that, they have their own production company um, called stolen picture and they have cast this, they have cast this already. Um, you have uh, so far joining the cast, uh, Michael Sheen from mm-hmm. underworld. Um, I believe that's also Michael Sheen from masters of sex. Um, <laughs> Asa Butterfield, who's from Ender's Game, uh, Hermione Corfield from King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, and Finn Cole from Peaky Blinders and Animal Kingdom have all joined uh, have all joined the movie. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Cole will be toplining as the movie's young, wide-eyed hero, Don Wallace. So this looks really cool. Um, it's... I lo- Okay, I picked this because I love Simon uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm 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 with you on that. I'm on board for it. Yeah, I've you know since Shaun of the Dead, you know, watching everything that them and Edgar Wright have done since then, loved Baby Driver, um, and even went back and watched Spaced and loved that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was about to ask if if, if you've seen Spaced or not because some people have, some people haven't um that one hit me at a really good time i haven't seen baby driver yet so good. I, I i will when it when it's when it's available on home video but yeah. actually i'm gonna admit this and i'm sorry everybody i've never seen at world's end but i did oh, buy the, it the i own end. it yeah yeah i did buy it i own it i just need to sit down and watch it oh yeah it's it's a solid movie i mean it's one of those in the in the three flavors cornetto trilogy mm-hmm. it is hard to like to top hot fuzz and Shaun of the dead. Yeah. But it is one of those like, okay, we are, you know, we're, it, it, it was a good way to end the three flavors Cornetto trilogy. I'll put it to yeah. you that way. Yeah. I've, I've, I wanted to see it. And I thought I owned, like someone mentioned it and I'm like, Oh yeah, I need to watch that. And I've looked, I'm like, I don't own that. I swore I bought it. So I was like, whatever I'm mine. I'm going to watch it. Cause I need to see it. Cause I yeah. love hot fuzz. I love Shaun of the dead. I love space. It like all, all, all of that hit me at the right time to where I just was on board. I, I enjoy British humor. I think it's, I think it's phenomenal. Most of the time it's, it's very dry humor. A lot of the time, very, mm. oh yeah, you know, 
kind of upper witty sometimes too. So I, I enjoy all of that. So I, I can't wait to see that. And I'm excited about this too, because I mean, so why let, not? Let me, yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, how were you, are, are you a fan of the guardians movies? Yeah. Um, guardians of the galaxy. I'm assuming. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just making sure. No, no, the, uh, the, uh, the, Gahul, the Art Owls movie. Oh yeah, yeah, big fan, big fan. Got a tattoo actually. <laughs> um, but no, the uh, like, because one thing worth reading the Wikipedia page on Baby Driver, mm-hmm. one that Simon or not Simon, uh, Edgar Wright had been working on Baby Driver since 1994. Wow. Like, so pre-spaced, pre, you know, probably pre-working with Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and all that. Um, but also because it was coming out, like he he had it setting up. Now he sat down. Edgar Wright sat down with uh, uh, James Gunn, so that both movies, because they both have these great soundtracks, but no songs repeat. You you can get both CD, you can get both albums or the uh, the the vinyl, probably two disc yeah. vinyl for Guardians Volume Two and the four disc vinyl for Baby Driver. And no songs will be on will be on both. Hmm. It, it is a killer soundtrack. I yeah, love. I've, I've heard it's got a great soundtrack too. So if you're into oh, that, yeah. and I was like, okay. I mean, it it kind of passed the in theater moment for me. So that's why I'm waiting. Yeah, I it, it that like I had seen it later on, and I will also point out because I didn't mention this in my review, but a good old fuck you to the people behind me who decided to talk and be on their phone throughout the whole fucking movie. But not enough to where I turned around and just been like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I had the same thing happen when we saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. It, it was it was bad. And it was a ton of, not to alienate anybody, but a ton of teenagers. So I was like, it's pointless. And she she yeah. she kept on going. I was like, I'm going to say something. And she goes, it's pointless. It really yeah. is. And I'm like, no, I'm going to say something. So then I said something to the manager and got free tickets. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it was one of those like I kept go, I kept sitting there going like, and I know if I had someone with me, I would have said something. I'd been like, I'm just be, I'm just be like, go with me on this one. Yeah, it's really great that we could see this movie without no one talking, and just do one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> but since I went by myself because my friends wanted to be lame and not go with me, um. So I'm like, eh, whatever, I'll just ignore him and all that stuff. But I've had that with every movie, like there'd be someone behind me or, you know, a few rows back talking, but it'd be through the credits. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, that's kind of normal for the most part. As long as yeah. there's not some end scene, I, I've, I'd normally hear a lot of people talk. Or, 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 sorry, not, not credits through the, the trailers in the beginning. That one's a hit or miss in the theaters I normally go to. Like sometimes you have people kind of muttering, but it's nothing that I'm like upset by that yeah. to be honest yeah and beats pointing out that i'd probably end up being tossed out i'd be like eh, if if i go out they go out with me that's all i'm saying <laughs> bring them with me <laughs> but yeah so back to the story um the slaughterhouse rules i mean this i could see you know finn cole being you know they got the gallery here at the end um for yeah and it is michael sheen from masters of sex um as well but yeah, this is a great, solid. Uh, I think they're all British cast. Um, that they got, excuse me, that they got going on here. And mm-hmm. I, I look forward to this. I will probably cheap plug to one of my co-hosts. I will probably talk about this movie on Podcast of Terror. 
um nice. just because i uh that's our uh our network's uh, sci uh horror themed podcast and all that um but yeah the next one i picked so this next one i picked a little bit because it's the big news but also because you sir are a comic book fan and i wanted to get your opinions on this all right um netflix purchased uh millar world okay so and, but, and also it, it seems like as a aside to this disney is pulling all all their stuff from netflix to start their yeah. own streaming service yeah i saw that and i've and like i said that that was a big news thing for me to see that they were going to be um oh wow hold on i was just on the page and i wanted to say something that yeah no it kicked me out um <laughs> no it's um the the, the netflix thing just kind of caught me off guard because i'm like didn't that deal like just happen yeah it's it, like it was, i don't even think the ink's dry on the paper yet <laughs> yeah it was really weird because they announced it two years ago the force awakens was the first movie that yeah. would be coming out um in on netflix but it was the canadian it was the uh other outside the u.s territories netflix because they still had the deals with stars and the stars contract ended um you know like that shortly after the force awakens came out um for the the first run in the tv spectrum side of things um and then so it's like yeah and then they announced this but it sounds like with how the netflix deal is going to go on the disney side the marvel stuff like the marvel originals uh mm -hmm. you know luke cage and all that stuff are probably still going to be there because i i, I can't not... see them moving yeah, i can't would be... it would be a big to do if they did that yeah and then um also we should point out because uh, mark millar is the co-creator of millar world with him and, and his wife that he has um basically he uses the publishers the comic book publishers to do these stories um that he does with the artists um and they're great stories uh movies like kick-ass wanted the kingsman i just saw um, kingsman for the first time too recently yeah. i i don't know how i missed that one and wow awesome <laughs> and, and also very british too so oh yeah oh love, yeah. love, love that can't wait for the new one because we were like well we have to watch this one before we see the new one duh yeah it's so all of those since they've already come out actually wanted might be coming back because that one they haven't done anything with but if it's already licensed out to another company you know like kickasses and uh kingsman then it's not going to be involved with this deal but there are a ton of other of other properties that that could be coming here either as films or tv series um some of them that just stuck up stuck out to me would be uh i could probably see it more as a tv show the new one that he uh mark millar did with uh greg capullo uh reborn oh greg I capullo yeah i could easily see that being a tv series um the other one i forget who the artist was but uh for mph um that one i could see being a tv series um huck i mean there's so much actually the one i thought first uh jupiter's legacy like yeah that, i'm like boom this is what especially if for some weird reason the uh, marvel netflix movie or tv shows 
are going to be leaving with this deal, which I don't think it is, but if it is, I would be shocked to be honest, yeah. like beyond shocked if they oh, did yeah. that. Yeah, no, definitely. But it's like, you know, the whole worst case scenario, I could see Jupiter's legacy filling in that hole real easily. Yeah. Um, especially with a lot of the TV that's on now. I'm, I, I, I think that they're trying to like a lot of places are trying to stick with more of these, um, TV series and stuff now, like, like, like doing these, you know, you, you release the entire season all at once, you know, it's yeah. all available. It seems to be a very popular thing now. I mean, you've got also, there's stuff in the works for a Watchmen. Watchmen's coming back as a, so, something on HBO. It's supposed to be something on HBO. Um, yeah. You've also got Sin City's apparently back in the works too. So you got all these comics like coming back as shows or as, you know, being reborn and it's one of those things, like, if you had told me uh, 10 years ago, I want to say 10 years ago, that we'd be in a situation where, like, almost every network has some comic book-related thing on it, or that's, like, the thing that everyone's scrambling towards, I would have told you you're a liar, and there's no way you're from the future. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying, it's, it's just amazing to live in this time and to have, you know, all these things coming to fruition, too. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's... It's one of those things that I mean. You you look at now with with this deal, like you know. And as the article starts, Warner Brothers bought DC Comics back in 1968. Disney bought Marvel in 2009. Netflix purchase purchases Millar World. I don't think there's much else out there. Um, and oh, there was one a news story that we did. Um, I think it was like Alterna Comics. Um, or Boom Studios got like a something like that. A, another like more indie comic book publisher got a majority investment in, I think, by Fox, by Fox uh, Studios, basically getting them first look access or first look rights to the comics. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it seems like, you know, they're, they're hitting the right idea of, okay, we have these comic books, you know, we, comic books are really big right now, but we do know there's more than Marvel and DC. I know. Yeah. That, I know Valiant's been working hard to get a lot of their stuff up off the ground. Um, yep, uh, Beat put it up here. Uh, 20th Century Fox uh, film has acquired a significant minority stake in, in Boom Studios. Um, so that's that's the one that I was re uh, referring to. Beat is right on the ball here. Um, nice. So, I mean, and there are, gosh, there are tons of stories that... I could see just from Mark Millar writing yeah. that can be pulled up here as I mean, I'm scrolling through this. stuff he's done and it's still, it's still going. Yeah. And that's not to, <clears throat> that's not to take a, a, out from the fact that, you know, he's, he's worked, he did, uh, I believe he did, I think he did civil war. For, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did civil war and then he did old man Logan yep. for Marvel. He's done stuff for, I think for DC as well. Yep. And all you that. So, I mean, correct. Yeah, so it's just like America, The Flash, uh, Legend of the Dark Knight. So he's Swamp Thing. So he's worked with several different characters within, but uh, Superman. So he's worked with several different characters from both. Oh yeah, and it's it's one of those things. Like I, the only thing that I think would hurt this is if the he was because of this deal, and I, I don't see why they would, but because of this deal he no longer will, would have the chance to write a story for Marvel or DC. And I'm, I mean, DC and Marvel proper, not, yeah. um, 
what was it the in, the imprint that Kickass was published through? Um, oh, what was that? Uh, it's like Power. No, I think it's the same one as Powers. The uh, Marvel Max. No, that's not Marvel Max. I just had it and I scrolled away. <laughs> Vertigo. It's not Vertigo. No, Vertigo is um, DC. Oh, Icon. Icon I, yeah, Comics. Icon, yeah, that's it. Um, So, yeah, I look at this and I honestly think, like, th- there's part of me that worries, like, okay, are we going to be getting too many comic books? Well, that's the thing I was about to say. I mean, I I don't want to be morbid, but is, is the comic book bubble ever going to burst? I mean, I the way I look at it, on the Marvel and DC side, I can definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that, um, and as we will get to with our discussion topic, um, like, you know, there's only so, it seems like there's only so many stories that they want to tell. Yeah. Or that and, you can tell in film form. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And it's weird to me, like, like I think with them big two, yes, this will happen. Um, I mean, I mean, one of the funniest jokes from Lego Batman was Alfred saying, "Oh, which mopey moment are you talking about?" And then going backwards oh, chronologically. That was great. That was so good, and I loved all the little Lego versions of him <laughs> in each of those scenes. Yeah, minus of course the Adam West one where that was just video of one of those scenes. Yeah. And so it's like it, it it sort of real brings to your head like and you realize how far apart these ones the movies were like they're not that far apart like I think the biggest gap was between Batman and Robin to Batman Begins to Batman Begins like that well, was I mean the, minus the 1960s one yeah well yeah of course minus the 1960s because that one was you know the 1960s and then it was in the 1989 Tim Burton yeah. Batman film but and and it, and real real quick since we mentioned it I want to say this. Lego Batman, in my opinion, one of the best comic book movies ever. Oh yeah, it, 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 it's, really it's great. It's it's brilliant. It's great. I love it. it. It's one of the best Batman you'll you'll get. And I I just I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I went into it knowing I'm like I'm probably gonna like this and left it going. Yeah, I really like this. It's okay. So this is the weird part because mm-hmm. I've I'm a like I watched the Lego movie. I love it. I yeah. I loved the Lego Batman movie. I looked at the oh Lego Ninjago. Eh, I don't think it. From seeing the commercials, I'm like, I might go see that. Yeah, it's 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 just a fun. They're they're fun movies. Yeah, and it's like I've seen a couple episodes of the the Cartoon Network Lego Ninjago series. Is it supposed like, to be connected? No, I do not think so. Okay, because I heard it wasn't. Because I'm like, I yeah. don't think it is, and I hope it's not. I th- with with how it with at, from hearing it, I'm like, okay, this is probably connected, and then from seeing that trailer, I'm like this is not connected because one of the first jokes that they show or say in there is the, uh, the character of Lloyd pulls off his mask. Yeah. Like, I'm your son. You're my father. He's like, well, no, duh, Lloyd. No, L L O Y D. Lloyd. I'm your father. I named you. I named you. I would know. <laughs> yeah, I would know. Um, but no, so, I mean, it's, and also I will point out, I only own two 4K movies, Logan and Lego Batman movie. Lego Batman movie looks so good in 4K. Like I, I tell people, get 4K movies. I tell I tell people because that big black box behind me is a 4K TV. That it, it was like when I watched it after work, it was like there was little Lego figures 
on my screen just going about like actual lego figures not just like computer generated stuff it was so good um, speaking of 4k possibly yes. um because of netflix yes um are you are you a fan of david letterman like did you watch his show i'm a fan was- of people making fun of him <laughs> like it's one of those things i've seen very little david letterman but i've seen so many jokes like made at his expense by saturday night yeah. live or just everyone and anyone it was just like he seemed to be the punching bag of like late night joke making besides you know jay jay leno but uh yeah. he's supposed to be coming back to netflix yes yeah it's interesting so, there's the one um chick that has her show on there why am i yeah, not remembering her name uh chelsea handler yeah, and I was like, that's interesting. And it's apparently has been popular that now he wants to come back. Yeah, it's I think it's one of those like there's been enough enough um hullabaloo. Nice you know, enough stuff mentioned with the Chelsea with Chelsea lately that and I've never seen it. It's just one of those things like Chelsea Handler has never interested me as a comic. I'm you know, she's when I've seen her, she is funny. It's mm-hmm. just not my type of humor. Yeah. Know? And so seeing this, like, I'm like, okay, you know, David Letterman has not done, really has not done anything but grow his beard. He he basically went off television and vanished to grow a beard. Yeah. To come back as this lumberjack or, or whatever. And so reading this. Uh, the man so to be the, back on television. Yeah. The, the, there's, there'll be six episodes in the series which will feature in-depth conversations with extraordinary people and in the, in the field segments expressing his curiosity and humor. That sounds really good. Yeah. That honestly, that in my opinion is going to be a, a really good show. Um, more in the lines of Bill Nye saves the world. Yes. Oh God. Such a good show. Yeah. Yeah. One, like one of these things like where you're not, you know, you're not, you're probably not going to find him doing these stupid pet tricks and, you know, yeah. like here's, here's his late night show just on Netflix and they're doing it weekly or whatever, but him do, you know, getting down. Cause you know, his interviews were really good. The, um, entertainment weekly is where we have the link for this and they start the video with him interviewing, uh, Joaquin Phoenix hmm. um, with that whole meltdown that Joaquin Phoenix had or whatever. And so it'd be one of those things like, you know, David Letterman was a great interviewer, can get, you know, could get the great content um, out of people when, you know, when they weren't really, you know, like, like Joaquin Phoenix, like was going through some stuff and decided instead of stepping back, which is like, ah, I'm gonna let the world see, see the stuff that I'm going through and all that. Now, from, from reading this real quick, from, from, you know, reading through this real quick. Uh-huh. And the whole in-depth conversations with extraordinary people in the field say, here's my thing. Is this going to be taken like as a serious thing or is this going to be like just kind of a joke the entire time? Like, like, like in, in extraordinary people, is it going to be like actually extraordinary people or just people like, you, you know what I mean? Kind of well, being just yeah, yeah. on itself. I think, I honestly think it's going to be a couple, it's going to be, there's going to be two parts to this. The in the field segments are, are where there's going to be more of the humor. Okay. The in the in-depth conversations with extraordinary people. I think that is going to be at least my hopes it, I'd be more interested in it is um 
you know, like think of it like how with the Daily Show with how they get the politicians and how he, you know, he's had the politicians on his show, and you know, talking about the the topics like that, like like my hope would be that it's going to be more along those lines where it's him talking with someone who is very knowledgeable on this topic to educate us and educate himself. You're, you, you, you saying Bill and I was a real big like sticking point for me with that. Cause now I've got, you know, exact, I'm like, that's exactly what he did. So yeah. I'm like, I, I can definitely see Letterman doing that. It's just, it's just with this one, it would not necessarily be science focused. Yeah. Like yeah. Nice was. Yeah, it's just he he did the whole stuff with that and then had the little sit downs where it was like a serious talk, but while kind of poking fun, too. Oh, yeah. You know, like never taking your taking themselves so seriously. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, this is. I mean, gosh, and I mean, think about it. He doesn't have to do this. I mean, he spent 33 years on TV, has 6,200 or 6,028 episodes under his belt he's got enough he's probably got enough money to just sit back and relax see i'm i'm wondering because i don't i don't know if i skimmed over it did netflix come to him or did he go to netflix with this idea i said i'm just wondering so i I skimmed it and i didn't see anything where i I don't think i saw anything where it pointed out who went to who i think i i i want to say it was netflix went to him Uh, yeah so, so that's I, th- I think that that's good on Netflix as part to pull him. I mean, it could be him. I don't, but I could see him not doing it for the money, but doing it because, like, like here's here's his quote: um, "I feel excited and lucky to be working on this project for Netflix." Letterman said in a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I have learned: If you retire to spend more time with your family, check with your family first. Thanks for watching. Drive safely. <laughs> But no, I mean that's that, that's why I wanted to mention that was because of um, like if they went to him, that's something I was interested. It would be interesting, and in, you know that they came to him and he thought it was such a good pitch that he goes, yeah, "Hold on, let, 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 let me shave this beard and, and I, think, I will return I, to television." Or is he keeping it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he very well could keep it. There's part of me now that thinks that it could be. He he went to them, because it just says. You know, like it doesn't say who went to where, like who went to to which, you know, which party met, like offered it up, and all that. It was, and honestly, I can see, I I could see it being, you know, him going, like, hey, I've got this idea, I want to do something, um, you know, like John Oliver did, or not John Oliver, John Stewart did with HBO, yeah, and then that quickly turned into one of the best shows that is <laughs> yeah. on sometimes I, I don't know. okay so i've got nothing else to add with that story um but i think we are going to take a quick break um so real quick if you, if you like what you're hearing so far you can go to gncast.com support and on there you will find our patreon link you could be our partner um one of the things that you get with this is you get me recommending comic books to you this is at the partner plus level, the $5 level um, or higher. And you support this. It's a monthly, you know, it's a monthly thing, but you're getting every week when I remember to do it, um, you know, just about every week, you're getting me recommending you at least five comic books um, out there. And these are great comic books and all that stuff. 
And so if, if you want to get into comic books, check it out. You know, it's, it's $5 a month. You get an idea and then, Hey, you're supporting us and we'd love to have you guys on. You could be like Growly Bear, be like, uh, Brian Jensen who have become partners with us. Help us keep the network afloat is what, is what this is, what I'm getting at with this. Uh, gncast.com slash support. All right. So it's time for the else views. This is where we talk about the, the th- shows, comic books. Well, those are what we brought today. So, um, that we have been, uh, wanting to talk about, um, you, you want to do, you want to do Rick and Morty first? Yeah. Pickle Rick, pickle Rick. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I'm, not pickle gonna, Rick. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give you this because I am behind, but that's my own damn faults for being behind. So How I have far behind, so I don't spoil anything. Because go for it. I do. It's at this point okay. where, like spoiling right. it. It's just it's just gonna be. It's my own dumb fault because I have Hulu. I have access to season two. I could get caught up and then watch se- season three as it's going on right now. It's just yeah, and they put them out it. for free on it on um yeah Adult Swim too. So I mean yeah, there's I no have, excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah, I sir. have no excuse. I am ashamed. I'm going to go over in the corner now and cry. The, the rock <laughs> works out every day, and I'm sure he's caught up on Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, he, he does it in between takes of ballers. Yeah, there. there. He, he'll be like, hold on. Gotta watch my Rick and Morty. I'm picking Doing a Rick, few curls. <laughs> but no, um, so this, this week's episode had Pickle Rick, which was teased that long time ago with the trailer and everything, which basically rick turns himself into a pickle and i'll I'll explain kind of on why he does that in a second but it's just great because this this new season has been kind of picking up where the last one left off um beth and jerry are separated the kids are kind of dealing with it in their own way and um rick's dealing with it in a unique way too but their whole this is going to be the darkest season from the April fool's day episode. The first episode where he's like, this, this, this is, this is the, the darkest season. You know, I want the Szechuan sauce, you know, all that stuff. This season has been kind of having dark overtones to it at times and pickle Rick's great. But the whole reason he turns himself into a pickle is so he doesn't have to go to counseling <laughs> because he, he agreed to go to counseling and then he decides to turn himself he he's like okay you know i'll, I'll go and, and this is something you, you you don't know going into the episode but then it's pointed out like morty goes rick did you turn yourself into a pickle so you could get out of counseling he's like no morty i would not turn myself into a pickle to get out of counseling that would just be <laughs> terrible for me to do that and then they're about to leave and morty points out that there is a syringe above him with fluid in it and then there's like a like timer set to 10 minutes after they leave to where the syringe would have like dropped on him so beth takes the syringe and then rick's left sitting there and kind of gets gets stuck in the sewer and goes to this adventure of like building himself like an exosuit out of first cockroaches because he's a pickle so he can't move but he basically kills a cockroach rips open its head uses its brain to move himself then when you cut back to him later He's got more cockroaches to where he's able to move himself and then makes a mouse like exosuit <laughs> so that he actually has arms and legs to use and just beats up a ton of rats and stuff and then breaks into a like, I guess, I don't know if it's a drug lord or some, it's some building to where it's a ton of guys in suits trying to kill him. 
and he just goes through and kills them all. And the whole time it's cutting back and forth of them actually at the, the, um, the, the psychiatrist and them going over stuff. And Beth is obviously in complete denial of the fact of her father, you know, is kind of being manipulative and, you know, they're like, what, what's in the syringe? And she's kind of putting all of her problems on everyone else the whole time, which, which like I said, the show's starting to get deeper with these characters' issues and stuff, and that's why I'm loving it because I'm like, the Pickle Rick thing was great, but the stuff with the family was revealing a lot of stuff to where the kids were actually feeling like they were getting help from the psychiatrist with their problems, yeah. but at the end of the episode, Beth and Rick are kind of completely non-wanting non to do anything about it, even though they both kind of got pointed out to them, you know, everything that that's going on with them and what they need to fix. And it was actually, you know, truthful stuff. But the great thing was there was this whole battle between um, Danny Trejo is in it as a character named Jaguar. It was like this, like Danny Trejo character. Yeah. Who's like a hitman, and him and Rick have this like shootout where Rick's like assembled a laser that uses double A batteries as like its ammunition. So he's like firing this laser and then the Jaguar's got two Uzis, and it's just this whole fight between them, and it's great because it's just the, the like craziest thing in the world. And then they it ends by them basically blowing up the, the facility because it was, you know, had had evil men in it. And then Rick kind of points out how kind of heartless he is, too, because uh Jaguar's daughter's dead. And Rick points out, like, because the Jaguar's like, you know, you need to go be with your family, you know, you need to go be with your daughter and everything. I wish I had the opportunity to do it with mine. He goes, well, I have, I have infinite daughters. I actually left the original one of them in like an alternate timeline, like that I destroyed basically. And then Jaguar's like, okay, well, good luck with that. And he gets stops and he goes, wait a second. Do I have infinite daughters? And he goes, no, 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 no. That's, that's just me. And it was just, it was such a great episode. It, it just had so many moments and it's just, he's just yelling pickle Rick every now and then too, which just made it great. Yeah. But no, I'm, no I'm, I'm loving this new season. I'm loving it. So, I mean, honestly, like I said before, it's just one of those things like I've like I've fallen behind on them and I'm like, oh, I'll get to them and, you know, eventually and all that. And now it's like now that I, you know, I have access to Adult Swim, I have, you know, the time off of, you know, where I'm not working all the goddamn time and trying to read comic books. Um, he said, well, he has 31 comic books to read this week. Um that i will probably start you know especially tomorrow since i have tomorrow off um i will probably try to get caught up to where i am at least in season three i know i don't have far to go i think i was at episode five or six of season two where i ended up but it's just one of those things like i i've loved i've i love i've loved rick and morty it took a, like a friend of mine said hey you need to watch this and this is after season one it took like, me right. zero amount. Of, like it came on, and I was instantly like, "Done, done." Show well, me. It's, in the famous words of the show, "Show me what you got." Yeah, it's see, it's one of those things. Like it's it's not. It, it only took that long because I've lost faith in Adult Swim. Oh um, yeah, I, I I can see that. Yeah, Adult Swim with it becoming family, like air, airing show episodes of Family Guy, which I hate. Um, like I used to love Family Guy, but you know not anymore um, I'm, I'm right there with you an american dad same thing and i it's just like, mm, i different I've, time <laughs> yeah i've fallen out of love with both of those shows um i love the cleveland show i think the cleveland show probably could have gotten another season mm -hmm. 
or two before I would have fallen out of love with it. Um, and then the animes, I haven't been in them like I should have been. Um, you know, as like growing up, I, I got into anime through Adult yeah. Swim. Oh, same uh, here in Toonami. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like now I'm just like, eh, I watch, you know, I watch other things. Like my original Elvis view was going to be on um, Disney's DXP over on Disney XD where it's, you know, more gaming focused stuff. It's basically G4 at, you know, from nine o'clock to th- from 9 p.m. Oh, to 3 a.m. on Disney. Remember on Attack Disney the Show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, like old Attack the Show, like Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn era Attack the Show. Yep. Yeah, that's when I started. <sighs> I that. That's when I started. Um, X-Play. And, yeah, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because they have, um, they have on the uh, on on there a show that's executive produced by um, Kevin Pereira and a couple nice. of the other producers of Attack of the Show called um, uh, called the Attack, and it's actually one that they do uh, live. Oh, oh on- wow! I just thought that they. I just happened to see that keep popping up. I saw they renamed Attack of the Show. It's okay, sort of. So it's a rebranding. Um, and it like so it's it's a rebranding of Attack of the Show. Mm-hmm. Like there's called the Attack. They started it out on, um, on uh Twitch. They still do the Twitch shows um Monday, yeah. Wednesday, Friday at seven, uh, at seven p.m. Pacific. And it's just it's one of these things like you know they you watch it and you're like okay this is like seems like it's a new, a new thing and, um. It's, it's when I was like I, fe- I fell in love with that show on there. Yeah, like, I might have to through, check that out then. Yeah, through like I'd watch it through YouTube, and then I saw the preview. Like they're saying, "Oh, hey, we're coming to DXP," and I'm like, "What the what the fuck is DXP? <laughs> What's that? Yeah, what and then, what Mountain Dew drink is that? <laughs> yeah, and then get like doing more research. I'm like, "Oh wait, this actually sounds pretty cool." Like they've got um, quite a few shows in there. Like they've got some let's plays, and it's interesting at how they do this because, um, like it, it's it's hard with games and especially with this because they're trying to, trying to keep it family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are there are a lot of let's plays on there. Um, there's uh, one of the shows on there is called Polaris Primetime, and it uh, one of the uh, creators. It's all people through Disney's uh, Polaris network, or you know, used to be Maker Studios yeah um that are you know that do let's plays for them and one of them's uh what it's just your steven septic guy or something like that um someone septic guy i remember is his last, last part of his name um and you know he swears a little bit so they censor it and then on the attack they censor it and if it's like uh they played some clips from like call of duty yeah and they'll throw up a cat you know when, oh, like, when it comes to the parts yeah okay that's that that can be be funny <laughs> yeah they did it with uh dishonor they showed a glitch <laughs> where they distract they were carrying a dead body they and there was a blacksmith who was just sitting there you know doing the default animation yeah. of you know banging they throw like they touch him to where the body you know like he's moved away throws the body on the table he cuts back he's banging the person in the balls oh 
Like it, it's just a glitch. It's like a dead body. You just sit there, and you just hear ting, ting, ting as he's doing it's it. It's got balls of steel. <laughs> yeah, and then like he gets somehow he gets like the glitch fails, and so he gets like alerted, like oh wait, I'm I'm bashing this dude's balls in, and then they come up and kill him, like they like sword or whatever, and that's like a cat going or, and all that. Nice. It's this whole. And this wasn't going to be my pick, but I guess it's... Yeah, I was, I was about to say, I was going to be like, we're, we're, I love how that wasn't your pick, but we're going at it full force. Yeah, yeah, well, we're, we're both sort of doing two, so it's like, hey, we're cheating, whatever. Um, yeah. It's it's really fun. Um, You know, Polaris Primetime is another show that I recommend. Um, There's a lot of, uh, you know, Let's Plays and stuff on there. They had Will Wheaton on, like, episode three and all that, so it was really cool just to see... You know, all these YouTubers and celebrities, you know, like mainstream celebrities, you know, Clash. Clash, not Clash. I don't know what that was. <laughs> Clash. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's one thing to check out. It's on Disney XD in America um, at 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Don't know about the internationals. So sorry. Um, My other pick, and then I want to get to yours because I've also read your pick as well your other pick and i'm very um, interested in your pick because i'm interested to know what this is so edge of Venomverse. from someone who read it sorry yeah yeah no edge of venom edge of Venomverse is a new limited series it's leading to a mini event series from marvel um called Venomverse. so if you're familiar with the spider-verse uh thing that happened three years ago now i believe yeah that sounds about right um, it's sort of like the Venom take of it. The big difference is where with that, um, with the Ven- the Edge of Spider-Verse, where they did these brilliant stories, um, you know, uh, Gerard Way did one on the me- a mech suit Spider-Man. Um, you know, this is where we got Spider-Gwen and there was the horror, uh, the horror-themed comic um that was like you know the what would actually happen if peter parker was bitten by a a radioactive spider um this is sort of like that i have issue number four here um this is actually each issue it started with um x23 with laura kenny then it went to gwenpool and then the issue three was with robbie reyes ghost rider which that was interesting as fuck yeah Um, just because like and it's each one each person in an alternate marvel universe so it's not the main 616 but it's you know these alternate um universes gets you know you you get some backstory with them and then they come in you know and then oh now they're they're possessed by the symbiote this one right here issue number four that i'm holding my hands is old man logan um, oh, I've read the beginning of it and I, I, I love the covers. So like I've got the cover held up here and the covers are so freaking awesome. Um, but issue three. So I've loved this so far. And issue three was the first one to actually allude to Venomverse. Yeah. So what's, um, are they connected at all? Or just kind of so, just same themes, different worlds. It's, it's a little bit more same themes, different worlds. So it's similar. It has the similarities to the edge of Spider-Verse event that happened a lot, or, you know, the mini series that happened with, if you remember with the edge of Spider-Verse things, mm-hmm. not every issue tied to the, uh, tied to the Spider-Verse event that was going to happen. Um, the horror, th- for example, the horror themed comic 
um, that, you know, it ended with Peter uh, allegedly killing Mary Jane, the love of his life, because he was the hunger was, you know, too much for him. That was the whole, you know, like and you you'd go into the house and you see, oh, he, what happened to Uncle Ben and Aunt, Aunt May? Well, oh, they're in those spider cocoon food saver thingies over there and stuff like that. Reminds me yeah. of um, Marvel Zombies where he killed them, too. Yeah, yeah, and um, so like with most of them, like so, it, I believe that it started with Spider-Man Noir, and then um, then it was uh, Spider Gwen, and uh, I think the the horror one was issue four, um, uh, but like a a lot of them preluded, like there was this overarching story skipping issue th- the the horror comic, yeah, it just sort of ended. And all that, and then, uh, then I think there was another one that did it too. So it was like those three; they all tied together. And then there was another one that was just sort of like a one and done story. Oh no, it tied in because the guy died um, by the villains of Spider Verse. So this one we've sort of had that with the Robbie Reyes one, which was one of the most interesting stories out there because you have Robbie Reyes, um, the Ghost Rider, possessed by both Venom. Like, so the symbiote and the spirit of vengeance. And they're sort of like, Hmm. they're sort of like, well, we're going to work together because the spirit of vengeance feeds off the soul. Venom feeds off the body. Robbie Reyes is just there as meat flesh. (laughs) Like there's this, there's this one scene in there's there's this one part in the book where they cut to, or like, um, I believe it was like a sonic scream or whatever, and it triggered Venom's weakness of, you know, yeah. And you just they split apart and it's this cool, like you see this cool tie of like, okay, here's Venom over here, and here's the spirit of vengeance, and Robbie Ray's just like, please stop killing people. Like trying to plead with them before they come in, like come back and then just yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been such a great story. I'm actually looking forward to Venom or to the Venom verse, and hopefully this will give me a good kickstart to get back into Venom because I've I love okay. I'm I'm weird in this because where I respect the Flash Thompson, um, or not Flash Thompson, um, Eddie Brock Venom. Yeah, I'm I'm a bigger Flash Thompson Agent Venom fan than I, I will agree with you to a certain extent. The reason I'm drawing <laughs> this out is because I like certain elements, but Flash Thompson being Venom was actually pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, like, and I, I mean I, I I like characters to change too. So that's that's the yeah. problem. I'd I'd love to be Eddie Brock again, but I Which feel it, like it, his character not. has done so much stuff yeah and so. i mean and eddie brock was also i believe he was also anti-venom too yeah he was for a so while it's and it's so it's one of those things like i mean it's i i loved the fact that they that brian michael bendis when uh venom was agent venom was with the guardians actually fleshed out venom's origin yeah and all that that was cool the uh the planet of the clintars yep that was so freaking cool so much to where i think the reason why i quit I quit going, you know, reading it was because when they came, they did the Venom book and it wasn't um it wasn't uh Flash Thompson it was this Mike DaCosta or whatever where it was it was an interesting concept of a flip where you know the Ven uh, the the symbiote just wants 
to help. It, it found a balance. It found yeah. a balance in itself to where it wasn't psychotic and murdering. No, it but wasn't. Then, he was. Yeah, but then now it's <laughs> kind of corrupting it instead as yeah. opposed to what it normally does. Yeah, exactly. And so then, and then, but I guess it only lasted for a couple issues. And then he's now back with Eddie Brock. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, because they went to the legacy numberings with 150. So that's where it went back with Eddie and all that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm really excited for, for Venomverse. I read like the first four pages of, of, of issue four of Edge of Venom, Edge of Venomverse. And it's already looking really good. Um, so yeah, I will be so excited once that gets started. Um, and honestly, once Marvel Legacy gets started, that's the other part. Yeah, of I'm, I'm interested in to see where that goes. And I'm kind of interested in this whole Marvel one. I mean, Avengers 1 million BC. Yeah, yeah, that looks Yeah, I was about to say, have you seen that yet? Yeah, I've seen some of the artwork for that. It's like that and, uh, which I mean, it was freaking cool. You got Ghost Rider on. On a like, mammoth, on a yeah. freaking mammoth. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But okay, enough talking about Marvel. I yeah. want to talk about that book that's right behind you, sir. I want to talk elsewhere. All right. Because as I was talking about this, like all last week in my head, I'm like, Elsinerds, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know, um, made into a comic book. I uh, picked up the first issue. It was out two weeks ago now. No, last week. Sorry, my bad. My, my, my bad. It was out last week. And um, I picked up the first issue of it. And I am immediately in love with it um, to kind of give a brief and I don't want to spoil. I, I don't want to spoil the ending to it. Okay. So I, here, I, I, here, I like. we'll do this. We'll do this because I, I do want to hit on that a little bit. Okay. We are going to give, this is the only other time we're going to give a spoil. Uh, this is, we're going to do spoiler free. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do spoiler. I will give the warning when we're going to do spoiler. So if you, if you do not want to know the ending, which I recommend, I'm honestly recommend. If oh yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is a recommend. Yeah, this is because, like, if you if you want to come in this clean, the basic premise is this is what happened. This book takes place in what happens to Amelia Earhart as she went through after she went through the Bermuda Triangle. That's it. the art. Like, you you can speak to the art and stuff, but yeah. And from my on my side, I love the art. I love the writing. You know, I loved everything about this book, and that is as spoiler free as I can get. <laughs> I I think you hit the nail on the head with this. Um. I enjoy kind of, you know, the paranormal stuff here and there and everything like that. So I'm, I'm familiar with Amelia Earhart. I'm familiar with another development that takes place in this, which we will get to during the spoilers. We'll, we'll get to that. But um, Jay Faber, who is the writer of this, is um, also did one of my other favorite comics from Image, which is Copperhead. Mm-hmm. which I have loved Copperhead. Um, we actually had him on the show to discuss Copperhead. So I was really excited when I found out he was doing this. And me and Ellie will be doing a more in-depth discussion ourselves on our show on Monday with, a, with maybe a special guest joining us. But that being said, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's spoiler time now. Yes, spoil, so let's spoil away. Because right. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to let you do the, actually do the spoiler. I had to Google after I got there, I'm like, wait, you who? had to Google who DB Cooper was. Yeah, I I knew I recognized the name, oh, but I'm like, on. I'm like, wait, I, I it was one of those things like, why does this sound so familiar? And so I'm like, okay, I just fuck it, put put me out of my misery. I'm like, oh, he's the dude who flew the plane, you know, hijacked the plane. He, he hijacked the plane, got money, and then vanished. Yeah, 
And uh, that's okay. Sorry, that's the real world story. Yeah, that, that's that's the real world story. In this now, in the comic form, we're assuming that happened, but he just appeared there. Yeah. So like he he's there because she thinks it's her navigator. Yeah. And it's not. And he's like, hey, I'm DB Cooper. And so I'm sitting there and I seriously had the book open, closed it, looked up, kind of sat there for a second, opened it back to the page, read it again. And I was like, nope, I read that correctly. So I'm I'm like, where is this gonna go? Because this place must exist at a time too, wherever this 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 elsewhere place they're at, because those are years apart from each other. A good uh, ballparking off the top of my head, 30, 40 years apart from each other, those two yeah. events. So I'm I'm interested because I'm like, well, what's going on? I mean, I was interested to know what was going on because it doesn't explain yet really what's going on. No, yeah. So this is, in my opinion, this is a great setup issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hitting the nail on the head of, you know, what you what you should expect with this um you know with this world they're creating here um i loved i love the fact because it's very doctor who where they, yes there part oh yeah very where, where there's a part in there where amelia goes wait why are you guys speaking english and they're like no we're speaking uh cladassian or, or the the alien mm-hmm. creature ray she's like but wait and then like they both recognize the word plane like okay plane is not something from their language but they've heard it before and you know but and she's like oh wait playing i know i know about that that's that's, that's mine here. that's mine and stuff like that good god i you know one i'm jealous of you that you're actually going to be interviewing uh jay again oh uh, you're, you're revealing the secret oh sorry sorry <laughs> that was the it's spoiler, fine, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean because that like i've nerded out over very few things with people yeah. Like the, the last thing that I really nerded out and almost like where I should be ashamed of myself was nerding out over professional wrestling with Joey image and all that. And I'm like, like, it's like, okay, done. Like I'm, I'm, it's a three hour show. We need to cut this because you know, I've got to get sleep, but yeah. I want to talk more wrestling with you. I would probably do the same thing with this. Like, just tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we're gonna. I'm gonna try to get some stuff out of him. Um, we're also gonna be discussing, of course, Copperheads coming back soon. And that, if if you want to talk about endings to stuff, the the recent arc end. I don't know if you followed that at all, or if I anyone follows it. that. That yeah. that just had like a moment where I'm sitting there and I'm like, really? So this is, it was the end of the third arc with Copperhead, and there's been something that's been teased that since the first arc, which it's now possibly coming to fruition. But you don't know because it just has one panel where it's like there. Okay, that is cool. I, I think um, so. How many issues have they done of Copperhead? Uh, fifteen or fourteen. I'm just ballparking off the top of my head. Okay, because that I I might try to. I think I might pick up the trades. And- I'm pre- yeah, pick pick up the trades. The new one, uh, volume one and two are out. Volume three will be out in September, and the artwork for the first two are done by. Scott Galeski, and then they've switched it up to somebody else for a little bit. But we just had Scott on as yeah. well because he um on 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 our show because he did a run on Superman, which um oh, yeah. we wanted to talk about that. He he did Superman this summer. He did three issues, which was very cool. Um, he's going to be returning to Copperhead after nice. the next arc, but he's also not only will he be drawing, he will be also doing some of the writing for it as well. Oh, that is since cool. Jay's doing elsewhere, he also writes for the zoo, um, mm-hmm. which is a CBS show. 
he they they, they kind of um like i said i'm, I'm gonna talk to jay about it on get, get, get his side of it but no it was just very cool because i really enjoyed that i've been able to interview both the creators but uh drew moss is the one who did the artwork and he picked up very well where um scott left off so it was very cool to have that very natural flow with the way the comic was done to kind of move from one artist to the other for the time being so i, I really enjoyed that choice in yeah. in copperhead sorry i'm no, we were talking about elsewhere, but I, I feel no, like yeah. all of them tie together for me. Yeah, it's it. This is one of the things that I love. I love about this because my picks tend to flow, like have this arching flow with them. Um, where I'll I'll get off track on something, but it'll be something that's related to the other thing. So it's and this is going to be great because I I have I get in ruts with yeah. the, the the comic book recommendations. Like I'll be like, oh, this is a new number one. I'll recommend this. I don't know if I'll actually read it. Um, the big exception, obviously, being this week with uh, Mr. Uh, uh, fuck, Mr. Miracle. Oh, um, yeah. Everyone's been talking about that. <laughs> I've I've been so excited about that, mainly because of the fact that Tom King is writing it. And yeah, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm sold on this just for that part alone. And then it's also because it's the creative team, like him and the artist, uh, Mike Gerards, did uh, Sheriff of Babylon. And I love that. I love that art style with it. So I'm like, sold. <laughs> but yeah so i believe um and we'll have links to um you know copperhead and uh elsewhere and you know edge of venomverse and uh rick and morty in our yeah. show notes so you know you can you know just click follow, uh, go there find the links uh purchase the comics please purchase the comics support yes that definitely support is, yeah this is the biggest thing i can always say um this is this is actually the tagline that I I do for for the comic book part of uh, the comic book recommendations. Go go find your local comic book shop, um you know comic book comic book shop locator comicshoplocator.com I believe will find you know you put in your area code and it'll find you the closest air, the comic book shop and go start a poll list for crying out loud, um you know go in there like they they do they have free issues on for things like so for preview issues like I just pick up picked up the Marvel previews. Um, because it was free and free's good. Yeah, free's good because also that give me like I I know what I'm getting now in October. Like like October, November. Yeah. Because of this. And I'm like always a great uh, way to keep up on stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think I'm gonna be getting a lot of comics. <laughs> um and 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 if you if you do not have a local comic book uh store, you know, one that is close enough to where you you feel like you want to make the drive, comicsology for crying yes. out loud comicsology yes. go there buy the comic books or at the very least if you got a local library hoopla hoopla you can get t- you can get free comic books on there a lot mm-hmm. of the fr- comic books are out there for free i know dc does the um dc does the the trades on there and then um archie comics it's like day and date when it releases it's on hoopla so like that's where I've read, <laughs> like I got caught up on Archie and then made sure I was caught up on Jughead and Betty and Veronica when that comes out, because I've been loving this new this new universe that they've created here with Mark Wade writing, and then they had Chip Zdarsky doing Jughead and it went to Ryan North, and now uh, Mark Wade is taking over Jughead, and all those you know, and all those stories they were so good they're they're really good stories and brilliant ways to bring in new readers to something that has a long history with it i can say that yeah all right and that is gonna do it for the else views and 
we will be right back with the else words and we are back and it is time for the else words this is our big discussion topic of the show and this is one that i believe Corey suspected when the uh when uh the fantastic four comic book was canceled but it turns out he was right um so it came out you know back in 2015 i believe is when it was um the fantastic four ended their long history run in comic books um i'm forgetting the number that it what that they ended on um it was like 600 and something um that they ended and it people were wondering well why did they end is it because of the you know they're wanting the movie franchises back or 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 you know what's going why are they doing this you know are they, are they just shifting focus or are they doing you know what's going on and it turns out everyone's fears were right um this marvel's first family was was killed off basically split up to where now all we see are johnny storm and the thing in the marvel universe now um we don't the the reed richards that we do see in the marvel universe is the ultimate version of the reader um i believe is his name and the, so i mean this it's one part i want to say it's a dick move because you know but at the other part and, and i mainly say this because fox owns the film rights for fantastic four they also own the film rights for the X-Men. So what makes the Fantastic Four so different from the X-Men? I mean, we, we haven't, they haven't killed off the, the, the X-Men comic books. Um, I, I'm, uh, can continue. I, I've, no, I've, I mean, I've got a soapbox. I'm going to move strategically yeah. in front of me and jump on for a minute if that's okay. <laughs> Oh no, that's fine. Because I look at this like, the, like in all honesty, they, you know, the, where they might have, they might be telling worse, you know, not as good stories. With the X Men, mm -hmm. there are still X Men books. Yes, there are still there is, you know, the Fantastic Four. There is not a Fantastic Four book. There is not a Future Foundation book, out there. They're gone. Yeah. The if you yeah. if you want the Fantastic Four, even Doctor Doom. He doesn't have his own book, like, like where it's Doctor Doom. It is the infamous Iron Man. Yeah, and all that, and that's where that's where we're getting Ben Grimm in here, and Johnny Storm has joined the Inhumans and all that. So it's one of those things like we do not have, and even now he's on the back burner because he stayed at Earth on Earth while his lady love went off to space with who she thought was her husband, but turned out to be his brother. And all that with uh, Royals. Comics are weird. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it this honestly, I understand the reasoning for this move. At the same time, it makes me wonder. Well, why the fuck didn't you do this with X Men too? Because it seems like the yeah. only it, right, right now, it seems like the only thing that they've gotten out of it is the scrolls. That's you know you know what I mean because they're coming in with Captain Marvel. Yes, so Which that's going to open, in my opinion, a whole can of worms in the MCU possibly. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I've been I've been stalling 
waiting for your your soapbox. Oh no no no! I'm 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 being patient and respectful before I'm yeah. about, so, about you, what I'm about to do. And now for the retort, Zenger. All right. With your so <laughs> so I'm I'm just saying this. Um, and feel feel free to interrupt or interject at any point in time in this because I could okay. be wrong on some of this stuff too because I'm having to rack back my memory mm-hmm. for this stuff, but. I'm not surprised. Um, they want to make fantastic Marvel as a company wants to make Fantastic Four something that's unappealing, so that they'd be willing to sell the rights back or give them, you know, the rights to it, so that they could, you know, Fox could, you know, come to a deal or do something. Because I think the Fantastic Four is an essential part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but it would be interesting to have elements from it. Big one, Doctor Doom is an interesting character, and I would love to have a you know, him back on the screen in some way, shape, or form. Am I ever going to get that? Probably at some point, but it would be cool to have him exist in that universe as somebody who is, you know, maniacal, evil, and someone who's just kind of sitting there, and it's like, yeah, he's evil, but we can't really do anything about him because he kind of has his own country, and he's not really doing anything for us to fight him. But to know that 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 guy sitting there that has a plan for everything is always cool. As for your comment, though, about Marvel, mm-hmm. Correct me if I am wrong, but a few years ago, didn't the Turgeon Mist kill off a ton of the mutants? So, yeah, the Turgeon Mist, which um, they just wrapped up, what it did is it sterilized the mutants for the first mm-hmm. part. So, so, so no new mutants. So, so no new mutants. With, um, with some exceptions of, you know, time displacing them and, you know, stuff like that. Correct. But, but there's, and it's it's done other things. But they're still giving them new stories. They're still giving. They, they are now, but a, a little bit ago, they had this weird thing where they weren't really. They were wrapping up a ton of the comics. They had only a few, few things. Now, now recently, they brought back in a whole realm of new stuff for them to be doing. But for a while there, it seemed to narrow down to where there was only like instead of having like let's just give this example, ten ongoing stories with the X Men. You know, as like an actual book, not 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 characters. It was like three issue, three currently running, but now it's spread back out to ten again. So it bottlenecked for some reason. Another thing, Wolverine's dead. Yeah, they they, they killed off one of the most popular characters. Now, yeah, Laura Kenny came in and filled it in. Old Man Logan came in and filled in that spot, and now Jane is is his son named James uh, okay, from the so- Ultimate. Yeah, it's it's James Howlett from the Ultimate yeah. Universe, and there's also still Dokken out there too. Okay, oh, so he's back officially. I thought he was. He's so in one of the things in the previews. I'm trying to scoot over so I can grab the previews issue. They talk about with. Let me get to it. So I, I heard that that he was going to be coming back, or that there was a mention of him being around again. Yeah, so with in Marvel Legacy, starting with all new Wolverine number 25, written by Tom Taylor with art by Juan Cabal. I will show you the cover. Ta-da. Who does that look like? That 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 is definitely Dakin. But that's the thing. I mean, they've done everything but bring back a proper, you know, the proper Wolverine. And they brought every yeah. element of him back. I'm I'm surprised we don't have Saber it's correction. Sabretooth's in something I know right now. Sabretooth is in um X Force. X Force. I think it's X Force. Um, he was in a couple things. Um all I know is that he was in there with it's whichever the last book that Greg Land was doing, and I know that because I yeah. fucking hate Greg Land. Good, good reason I, to to know something. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But but no, I mean that that's my thing is for a while there they seem to be just making the X Men very unappealing or kind of trying yeah. to I don't know push another team of heroes that has similar powers, similar things into the spotlight. The Inhumans. Yeah. Now why would they yeah. do that? Because well, they no, own the rights to the Inhumans. Yeah. They. Uh, trust me. I, I know that's the reason why they did that stuff. But, oh yeah, it's it's one at of those the same time. You, you you go with like I'm gonna counter your Doctor Doom thing with a villains. A lot of the X Men villains are compelling villains. Oh no, Magneto is one of the best villains. Yeah, ever in my opinion. And they've, the problem with him is they have done so much with them that they are just out of ideas of what to do with them. It's except for they're like, eh, let him be a good guy now again because we're out of bad guy ideas for him at the moment. Whatever. Yeah. I, I know there was a huge explosion in the chat. Yeah, I was looking through that. Um, I'm trying to figure out where it ended because Beat didn't put the uh, break. But uh, Kwanzaa, oh, oh, fuck me. I am going to butcher his name or her name. Um, the former DC editor and current director of creative strategies for PR firm Weber uh, Shandwick, as well as writer of Black, pointed, uh, pointed to other Marvel properties uh, once perceived as far-fetched, saying, don't tell me a talking tree and anthropomorphic raccoon can sell, but the Fantastic Four can't. We're not saying the Fantastic Four can't sell. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying no. that. I'm saying Marvel is making them not sell. Yeah. It's, They're it's making all... the storylines unappealing. Any character you have care about, not, not relevant, or in someone else's book. So that's yeah, the thing. Or... I mean, or or you turn your character a complete reversal of themselves like they did with cyclops where he became this complete lunatic yup yep and it took honestly it took the him dying in death of x mm -hmm. um and then the young cyclops having to like like this is this is the one thing i find interesting with the young x-men where i do love the book i love you know the all new what was all new x-men is now x-men blue yeah um and then the gene gray uh storybook as well is Jean Grey and Scott both have, and actually for uh, Beast for a little bit in there too, they all have this fear of their older selves mm -hmm. because of legacies. I mean, and you look, you know, one of the other books I picked up, Generations, you know, the uh, Generations Phoenix, you know, Jean Grey and, and the Phoenix right here. And, you know, we're going to be seeing them, you know, her, you know, finally confronting Jean Grey or you know Jean Grey's dead them. still isn't it she yeah it, it, it's with, with generations it's weird it's this time displacement thing well I like, actually had a theory on something okay. so we we talked about this earlier Avengers uh 1 million BC yeah did you notice something odd about the Phoenix in that just oh, I'd have to take a look at the picture real quick just another redhead randomly that looks oddly like Jean Grey. Now, either the Phoenix has a type or that's actually Jean Grey. The age appropriate one had been thrown back in time. Just an idea. I, no yeah. evidence is oh, no, yeah. aside from me just being like, I've read comics enough. I, I can get on board with a <laughs> stupid, crazy idea like this. Yeah, no, that's that uh, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Because she um, has been dead, correct me if I'm wrong, since probably 2005-ish. Yeah. Who was yeah, killed I mean, by Magneto. 
by I'm, I'm big quotation fingers here magneto when grant morrison was doing his run on new x-men and then they it was shown that that was actually a clone of magneto or someone copying magneto's abilities or a robot that was Magneto. i don't know just just take your pick for whatever crazy thing because <laughs> they they immediately brought him back but she's been dead ever since yeah that, that's the other part that sort of pisses me off mm -hmm. because they bring back these characters almost i, I don't want to say willy-nilly but they bring them back almost as quick as they kill them off yeah um they've gotten better know, about it kind of yeah but it's like okay you haven't done that with gene gray you haven't done it with professor xavier mm -hmm. why you know like every time gene Jean Grey has the excuse. She's the phoenix. She has the best excuse for anyone to just be like, yeah, they're, they're back. She's back alive. Yeah. And but I no, mean, dead. And I mean, even you even go to, um, to Professor Xavier and they've bastardized him. They, you know, you, you had this great part time where you could have, you could have brought him back with the X-Men Legion book, you mm -hmm. know, the book on David Heller. You could have truly brought him back. No, he stayed dead. Not only that, you had the Red Skull dig up his body, scoop out his brain, put it in his own head so that he had the psychic abilities of Charles Xavier. Had him take over the the Red Skull, possibly his body. I don't know, just some weird well, comic was, stuff. There was even hints at that, but with how it ended in Uncanny Avengers, um, with uh, Jerry Duggan's run on Uncanny Avengers, it ended with the Red Skull his head being no longer attached to his body and off into space it went or so they thought um, bye bye yeah you see it come back and like make a guest appearance in uh, secret empire number seven i believe um that's the one problem with reading a lot of comic books is they all sort of blend together at times. and then there's retcons and they change stuff or that actually yeah. wasn't the right, right reality or whatever they yeah. decided to. but no i mean Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, yeah. I mean, I look honestly, I look at this like it makes it makes sense on Marvel's end. But then it's you you then have to go why not again, why not for the X-Men? Why why not do the why not take out, you know, just no more X-Men books? I I said I think they attempted that when it had that bottleneck moment. But I think it probably people were getting angry or it was getting too blatantly obvious what they were doing. And someone maybe on the legal team went, OK, you guys, you're making this way too obvious. Yeah. Like there might be some weird contract stuff that we're not aware of that that you that Marvel has to still put out. Like I said, who knows? It could be any number of reasons. Yeah. And to be honest, uh, Beatmaster put out in the YouTube chat. Uh, one time Marvel and IDW editor, now writer John Barber, spelled it out more more directly saying, not to be blunt, but three fucking terrible movies don't help anything. Now, here's I, I've got a I've got a wild theory right now. All right. Hold on. I'm put on my tinfoil hat. Yeah. Do you uh, do you remember one of the announcements that was be, that was made at San Diego Comic-Con? That relates to the Fantastic Four. Wait, wait, wasn't there a rumor that they were supposed to be like the um oh my gosh, why can I not remember Thanos' little goon squad? 
Oh, uh, the, the 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 children of Thanos. Yeah, that that was actually going to turn out to be the new Fantastic Four. I I, I thought I heard somewhere I that I wasn't going with that rumor. Okay. Because this one was more. This was during the Fox panel. Okay. Um, and or, and then, um, Noah Hawley came out and did his mic drop moment, saying he's developing a Doctor Doom film. That's all he said. Yeah, right, right, right. See, too so much, too much news. <laughs> yeah. So my theory is because we've seen the success of Spider-Man: Homecoming, he only said he is developing a Doctor Doom film. What would set up for a great Fantastic Four film? A great Doctor Doom. That's been one of the biggest flaws in the Doctor in the in the Fantastic Four movies has been Doctor Doom. I mean, you, you like I loved the uh, what is it, Julian McMahon? I loved his. I, I loved when I watched it first, uh, the first Doctor Doom, his portrayal of Doctor Doom, but it felt like it wasn't quite there yet. Like it was the Lex Luthor on Smallville, as opposed to what we see from him later on in life, of you yeah. know, with, but with Doctor Doom. So you you have Noah Hawley working on this Doctor Doom film. It's not announced at all. It's not they they play. I I think they, honestly say they play it low key, <laughs> um <laughs> and and they do not announce that Marvel has the rights, you know, that there's either like the, like a weird distribution thing where now the fantastic four are in the, this, this cinematic universe, but we just see like the, the inhumans, or we see someone who is tied in with that universe, but is in the Marvel cinematic universe pop in, in that movie. It is not announced on sets. It's not leaked anywhere. They keep that shit locked well, down. Do you know that there was a mention of um, the Baxter building in in the Avenger movies? I mean, not Avengers in um, Captain America: Winter Soldier. I, yeah, I, I think I remember that. Yeah, when it's um, doing the when the system's targeting all the different things to shoot. If you notice, one of them does say Baxter Building, and it's in yeah. New York. So, oh no, yeah, that's like. That's honestly my thought is you do it that way. Everyone flips the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I would. Yeah. And then hands down. And because this helps both sides, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this is a deal that strengthens the X-Men side with Fox, you know, like, like saying like they get a five year, like five year where five years after the last movie that they have to work on, you know, for the, for the, the future movie. Yeah. I And, and stuff like that. These, like this, the the whole film rights and all the legal stuff with this were done so long ago and so weirdly mm-hmm. and so terribly in certain regards that that's why I, I think that, you know, a lot of us know stuff about it, but it's just, it's just, there's so many weird little things. Like apparently there was a trade-off for Ego the Living Planet. Yeah. And stuff like that happened. So, I mean, it's, it's just this weird thing with Marvel with their film rights on, you know, it's, it's funny having to, if someone asks about something and I explain, you know, and they want me to explain it, but then they're like, Oh, why can't this character and this character work together? And it's like, well, let me explain the film rights. And then it's yeah. even more. It's like, why, why would they do that? And I'm like, that's a good question. It's and, and the way I usually answer that is how Beatmaster put it out. Yeah. Uh, Marvel was going tits down 
So yep. it would have been nothing in, instead. So like they, cause I mean, like I, I always say it like this, they licensed it out. So where people where they were making some money and then Disney, came, you know, Disney corporation came in with, you know, the Mickey Mouse ears going, <laughs> and said, we got all the money. Yeah. We got all the money. You want to come do this? Because they saw the success of the first three, uh, in fa- movies in phase one. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so it didn't, like that's where we why we still have the rights for the Incredible Hulk are still so fucking weird. They can't do a stand. They can do a standalone movie, but there's so many it's like yeah, bells it's, and whistles to it that they're like it will. It, it's not going to happen. We're, we're not going to do it. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah, it, from from how I, I understood it, Hulk, but. I don't want to see another movie based on him. Like no, solely. Yeah. I don't think it would. I, I I think he works better teamed up with somebody or, you know, kind of working with somebody personally. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things. Like I look at that, um, at that whole Hulk thing from how I understand it, it's Marvel would put in all the money. Universal would make all the money. Yeah. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be feasible for, marvel at all so there's like oh well but we could put him in with the other characters all right let's do that that's why we're getting planet hulk we're getting a planet hulk movie that's not called planet hulk it's called thor ragnarok yeah it is okay with that mainly because take down with that so fucking awesome but yeah so i mean we we've got a couple articles that list to this and where i do think it is a dick move i my hope, what I would love, you know, in a perfect world, Marvel would own all the movie, all, all the rights to make movies to where we can just get great fucking stories from them and on the film. Mm. I kind of, this might, here's an unpopular opinion. I kind of like Marvel not owning the X-Men. Not, not to say they couldn't do amazing stuff with it. I would love, love to see Wolverine with the Avengers. Yeah. But I kind of like, because the mutant, getting the mutants involved in storyline sometimes is weird because <laughs> mutants are hated and, you know, no one wants these, no, no one wants mutants in the Marvel universe, but everyone yeah. loves the Avengers. What's the difference? It's kind of, I mean, yes, I know as a comic fan, the difference, but it's kind of one of those things where it would be really weird and convoluted for one moment in one mo- movie, you know, Wolverine and rogue are sitting there like oh man these people hate us and then in the avengers everyone's cheering because they saved the day it's like wait what so i kind of like that they're a little bit apart at times but stuff like the fantastic four would be cool to have involved more oh yeah but i i do agree there was something mentioned about the john hickman run and that was the um that 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 was a great send-off i mean some people didn't like the way secret wars was done but at the same time, I think that that was a great send off since they aren't around now. Yeah. That that was sort of a good way to send them off for a while. And oh, no, yeah. there is something in the chat. Hold on. On YouTube. Maybe. Um, Beats saying. Um, oh. Yeah. Beats agreeing with you. And I, then, was, I was the studio thing was the thing that yeah. caught my eye. Um, maybe other studios owning such making D, uh, DC movies would be neat. Um, I, I could I could possibly see that, um, but that would get more. DC would have with Warner Brothers owning like they own Legendary, 
they they could do the whole other studios making it but i think it would just be like you know sort of like oh well miramax is making you know the guardians of the galaxy you know it's still disney but it's just under a different you know title head and stuff like that i think that that would be something that i could see them doing maybe after their whole like this quote-unquote experiment comes to an end this whole shared universe i mean i think the universe will still be shared but i think since and and this is a problem i have with ah man i'm sounding like i hate these movies and i don't um this is a problem i have with marvel some of their movies are fantastic and well done and they can stand alone as a great movie other Mm -hmm. movies have to move pieces from point a to point b so then in the next movie they're already at point b and you don't have to move them and that's the problem i have with some movies making it blatantly obvious this movie is just to move pieces across the board to get to this end goal of infinity so that's 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 my only problem at times with some of them um civil war i think was the worst for that to be honest yeah it 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 it, it seriously had the hammer come down on that one to make it the worst um, I'm really excited about Thor, but I know certain pieces have to be in place for an event that's probably going to be happening because of the, I got to see the leaked trailer for for reasons. And I know that him and the Guardians have an interaction. So something has to happen to Thor to have him still floating around in space. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And who knows it, what that could be? Yeah. But yeah, I think that's going to be do it for, uh, for us. But real quick, before we go. I want to take a second to one thank you, uh, Zanger, for for popping in here and oh no, thank us. you, man, thank yeah. thank you, and nerd uh, out <laughs> that you did, um, and give a give a, tell everyone where they can go to find you, uh, find the things that you do, um, you know, basically, what I'm saying right now is we we got three viewers watching live, mm-hmm. um, like where where do they need to go to get more of you? All right, where you need to go to get more of me is if you have Twitter, you can, of course, follow the Zingness podcast, and that would be at Z-E-N-G this. You can also basically search for us on any podcatchers with that, and you can also go to www.zingness.com, and that will redirect you to where we have most of our stuff on Podbean, or you can just search for us on iTunes. We're basically... Every Monday, me and Ellie discuss nerdy topics. We also do a thing called Read This, where we pick a graphic novel, which for this month it is Spider-Man Blue. So we are doing that one this month. And um, we basically pick a comic, tell everyone to read it, and then we do a breakdown of it. We sometimes do movies. And we're also doing a year-long celebration to Star Wars. So look forward to our review and discussion on Empire Strikes Back coming out later this month. All right, and that is zangthis.com for for the podcast stuff. Um, and it will reroute you to where you need to be. Or just go on iTunes yes. and search for it. Exactly. You've got new you got new follower, at least on one of the accounts. Um probably I'll probably do the Elsner's one too. Um actually, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing all three of the accounts. I have, I've got access yeah. to three accounts. I'm drunk with yeah. power. <laughs> um you got three new followers coming up. So the final thing to be said before we go is if you want to give us feedback, I welcome feedback. I encourage feedback. Please send us feedback. Um, you can do it one of two ways. You can email us, mail at elsnerds.com, or you can call us at 805-328-3966 and leave us a voicemail. All of these subscription options, you know where to find us on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever. You can find all that stuff over at gncasts.com slash subscribe. 
And you could find that's also where you can find all of our social network stuff is just going to insert the name of the social network slash galactic netcasts. Um, and then, and then also you can follow, follow the show on Twitter at else nerds. You can follow our producers, uh, beatmaster is at beatmaster80, Evan is at Mr. Underscore Fusion. Um, I'm at that Gregor, Sean Burns, who's been our summer host with the most, or as I like to call him, alternative Corey is at S Burns PA and you can find Corey's work over at don't ask comics.com. And the final thing to be said is this has been a don't tell Glenn production. We'll see you next week. Galactic Network podcast, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. Pickle Rick! Pickle Rick! <laughs> I'm Pickle gonna... Rick! Excuse me.